After the Affair podcast with me, Luke Shillings, is here to help you process, decide, and move forward on purpose following infidelity. Together, we'll explore what's required to rebuild trust not only in yourself, but also with others. Whether you stay or leave, I can help. And no matter what your story, there will be something here for you. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the After the Affair podcast with myself, Luke Shillings. You're listening to episode number 39. Today, we're going to delve into a topic that might challenge some of your beliefs a little bit. I'm sure you've heard about the importance of empathy in relationships. However, I want to explore the idea that empathy might not be all it's cracked up to be. So let's dive right in. Empathy at its core, is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another person. It's often described as being a fundamental aspect of building healthy connections and in particular resolving conflicts in relationships. I believe, though, that there are certain limitations and drawbacks to relying on empathy. The first part I want to discuss is that empathy can sometimes lead us to take on the emotions of others without consideration. When we empathise deeply, we can unintentionally absorb the negative emotions of the other person. This can result in us feeling overwhelmed, drained or even losing our own sense of self. It's essential to establish healthy boundaries to protect our own well-being while still offering support. To better illustrate this, picture this scenario. Claire recently discovered that her partner, Mark, had been unfaithful. Claire was devastated, hurt and filled with a mix of anger and sadness. In an attempt to support Claire, her close friend, Emily, decides to approach the situation with empathy, wanting to make Claire feel heard and understood. Emily listens to Claire's pain. She cries with her and she shares her own experiences of betrayal. While Emily's intentions are undoubtedly good, the excessive focus on empathy alone can inadvertently prolong Claire's healing process and ultimately prevent the rebuilding of trust. And here's why. Empathy in this context may actually prevent Claire from taking responsibility for her own healing. Instead of encouraging her to explore her emotions, understand her needs and make empowered decisions, empathy may unexpectedly reinforce a victim mindset. Claire might become comfortable wallowing her own pain without actively working towards her personal growth or rebuilding the relationship. The second part to mention is that empathy does not always lead to effective solutions or personal development. Whilst I recognise it's important to understand someone's feelings, it doesn't mean that we can help them move forward or overcome their challenges. In fact, empathy without a clear framework for problem solving can enable a cycle of victimhood. Where, like Claire, individuals stay stuck in their pain instead of taking action to create positive change. Unchecked empathy can validate and perpetuate Claire's cycle of unwanted emotions. While it's important for Emily to acknowledge and understand Claire's feelings, constantly immersing herself in the pain 
without helping Claire to seek a path forward, can keep her stuck in a cycle of resentment and mistrust. Ultimately, this can prevent the progress of the relationship and prevent the possibility of healing and growth for both Claire and Mark. I'd like to offer a different approach, one that focuses on compassionate accountability. Instead of solely relying on empathy, we can combine understanding with personal responsibility. By encouraging individuals to take ownership of their thoughts, their feelings and their actions, they can become empowered as active participants in their own healing journey. Rather than merely empathising with their pain, we can guide them to examine their beliefs, challenge their perspectives and make intentional choices. This approach encourages growth, resilience and a development of healthier relationship patterns. Over time, this can lead to an increased level of confidence. Instead of solely empathising with Claire's pain, Emily could gently guide her towards exploring her emotions in a more empowering way. Emily might encourage Claire to express her feelings while also helping her recognise the importance of self-care and self-reflection. Emily could introduce the concept of compassionate accountability, where Claire takes ownership of her own healing process and actively participates in rebuilding trust. By building her self-awareness and encouraging Claire to explore her needs and boundaries, Emily empowers her friend to make decisions based on her values and create a vision for the future. Now, I want to make it clear that I'm not dismissing empathy entirely. It's an important tool in our emotional toolbox and it can help create connection and understanding in relationships. However, it's crucial to balance empathy with other skills and perspectives to create a more well-rounded approach to healing and growth. One alternative to empathy is compassion. Compassion involves acknowledging and understanding someone's pain without necessarily experiencing it firsthand. It allows us to maintain our own emotional well-being while extending care and support to others. By fostering compassion, we can offer more stability to our partners or our friends. So how can we develop a compassionate approach while still valuing empathy? It starts with self-awareness. Understanding our own emotional boundaries and our limitations is vital. We can then communicate these boundaries effectively, ensuring that we support others without sacrificing our own well-being. Additionally, we can encourage the development of self-compassion in the people that we spend time with by teaching them to extend kindness and understanding to themselves. And then they can cultivate that resilience and take greater responsibility for their own growth. Now, up until this point, I've been focusing just on empathy from the perspective of putting ourselves in other people's shoes, the way that we would normally consider empathy. But now I'd like to approach the problem with self-empathy, or what I like to call empathy. Self-empathy, or empathy, refers to the act of turning our empathetic focus inward and extending understanding and compassion to ourselves. Now, on the surface, it may seem like a positive and self-caring practice. In fact, very similar to all of the things that I've been suggesting up until this point. However, 
I believe that there are potential dangers that arise when self-empathy becomes the focus for self-reflection and healing. Relying largely on self-empathy prevents our ability to take responsibility for our actions and our choices. And while it's important to acknowledge and understand our own emotions and experiences, just like it is with others, it's equally vital to recognise the role we play in creating our own reality. Self-empathy, without its counterpart, self-accountability, can inadvertently perpetuate a victim mentality, where we attribute our problems solely to an external circumstance without actively seeking solutions or making changes ourselves. Additionally, an excessive focus on self-empathy can lead to self-indulgence or even stagnation, where we constantly spend our time comforting ourselves. We risk avoiding the discomfort that comes with personal growth. My mentor once said that discomfort is the currency of our dreams. And growth often requires us to confront our limitations, challenge our beliefs and step outside of our comfort zones. If we're always immersed in self-empathy, we may resist opportunities for growth and remain completely stagnant in our own development. Take James, for example, a devoted husband who recently discovered his wife had been cheating on him. He was faced with the painful reality of betrayal, so fell into the practice of empathy as a means of self-care and healing. In his approach, James solely focused on understanding and accepting his own emotional turmoil. He immersed himself in the pain and devastation caused by his wife's infidelity, constantly reassuring himself that he deserves to feel hurt and angry. While his practice initially provides a sense of validation and self-compassion even, it can cause problems in the long run. It's all about balance again. Without the balancing elements of self-accountability and self-compassion, James will find it very difficult to move forward and rebuild trust in his relationship. By solely engaging in empathy, he struggles to address the underlying issues that led to the affair or take active steps towards healing. James becomes stuck in a cycle of resentment and mistrust preventing the possibility of reconciliation or creating a fulfilling future together with his wife. A more balanced approach would involve integrating self-empathy, self-accountability and self-compassion. James could acknowledge and understand his emotional pain, but also take responsibility for his own well-being and actively participate in the healing process. By incorporating self-compassion, He can extend kindness to himself, acknowledge that his worth is not solely defined by the actions of his partners, and explore the possibility of forgiveness and rebuilding trust. By striking the balance between self-empathy, self-accountability and self-compassion, people like James can navigate the complex emotions surrounding betrayal, equip themselves to make decisions aligned with their values and actively work towards healing and growth, whether that involves rebuilding the relationship or choosing a different path. I'd like to thank you for joining me today as I've peeled back the outer layers of empathy. Remember, it's not about dismissing empathy altogether, but instead finding the right balance.
and using it for you and not against you. Are you feeling lost and confused after infidelity? Introducing the On Purpose Coaching Programme, the path to transforming your pain into empowerment by taking back control. The On Purpose Coaching Programme is specifically designed to help you go from feeling paralysed by betrayal to feeling empowered and secure in your relationships. As someone who has already walked this journey, I understand your struggles and provide a customised coaching experience tailored to your unique situation. Don't let betrayal define you. Take control of your life and regain your confidence. Visit lifecoachluke.com today to learn more about the transformative on-purpose coaching program. Plus, you can book a Let's Talk discovery call to explore how I can support you personally. And don't forget to subscribe to receive the latest relationship tips and tricks in your email box once a week. Take the first step towards a stronger, more empowered you. Visit lifecoachluke.com today and unlock your true potential. Before I go, I'd like to thank you once again for joining me today, uh, particularly in this discussion about empathy. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are having heard my description and my explanation of empathy today. If you'd like to continue this conversation, then please reach out, contact me on one of my social media channels or email me directly, luke at lifecoachluke.com. But until next time, have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.